Hello friends, and welcome back to Mixology, the podcast where we discuss, discover and dissect mono and stereo differences on classic albums from the 60s. And today, we're taking our first look at the Bee Gees with their third LP, released in September of 1968, Idea. Now, the album was originally released in mono and stereo mixes on the Polydor label in the UK, and these are the mixes we'll be looking at today. It was released exclusively in stereo over in the US on ATCO, where they dropped the track Such a Shame from the end of side one and replaced it with the single I've Gotta Get a Message to You, which was recorded slightly after the idea sessions, kind of at the early stages of the Odessa sessions instead. And we'll be taking a look at that A side over on Mixology on 45 over on the Patreon. So check that out if you're interested at patreon.com forward slash back to mono. Now of the early Bee Gees albums, this was the first that I came to pick up, just because it was the first one that I came across. And it's grown on me over time. I wasn't hugely impressed with all the tracks at first, I enjoyed the more energetic numbers more than the balladeering ones, but I've come to appreciate all the numbers for the unique things they bring to the overall sound of the album, and certainly the uniqueness of the Bee Gees sound as well. This is something we'll cover as we go through the album, but it makes sense to jump straight in with the first track, Let There Be Love. Now, before we actually get into the differences on the track itself, I want to make a note that for the most part, the whole album is sped up in mono. While the stereo often adds a lot of stereo reverb and stereo processing, mainly to the piano itself. This gives an overall textural difference between the two mixes, and this is equally the same in the mono and stereo LP mixes of I've Gotta Get A Message To You, which, as I say, we'll be taking a look at in the Mixology On 45 episode. So keep this in mind as we go through, as I won't dig into it too much unless there's an exception to the rule. Now with Let There Be Love, the vocal echo is shorter in mono, bringing the vocal just a bit more upfront by comparison. Let's hear the start of this first in mono and then we'll move into the stereo. Let there be love So I can be loved by you Into stereo In paradise avenue at 30 seconds into the track, the string entry is much more prominent in stereo. Now overall, as I say, the strings do stand out more in stereo, but there's certainly exceptions to this at moments during the tracks, meaning there's a little bit of manual automation being used throughout the string tracks on this album, as you'd come to expect. Let's hear that moment, first in mono, and then again in stereo. So everyone is to love And again in stereo Let there be life So everyone is to love All these textural notes we've made do play into the overall sound of the mix as it moves through, making the mono a much drier experience. Let's have a little bit of the body now to give us an overall idea of the track, starting with the stereo this time and then drying up into the mono. Let's 
to mono. And finally, the final few piano notes are mixed more distantly in stereo. Let's hear that first in mono and then again in stereo. And again in stereo. Up next is Kitty Can, the track releases the B-side to I've Gotta Get A Message To You. Now this track has vocal warm-ups heard during the intro in the stereo mix which have been muted as they should be in the mono mix. Let's hear those first in stereo and then again in mono. And again in mono. To move through the verse, the vocal has a slapback echo in mono and more of a reverb style one in the stereo mix. At the same time, the acoustics do stand out more in stereo, so let's pay attention to both these differences as we start with the mono and move into the stereo. When Kitty smiles, the world stands still. I see a thousand golden daffodils. Into stereo. Once we get to the percussive vocal sections, these are mixed higher in stereo, while in mono the lead vocal is more upfront by comparison. We'll start with mono and move into the stereo. Into stereo. As we get to the outro, the mono and stereo mixes treat this quite differently, as this fades out the different sections of the track, first instrumentally and then vocally, leaving a bit of an a cappella ending. The mono fades the drums out sooner, and then the lead vocal, and then overall fades sooner, giving it a tidier feel than the stereo. Let's hear the mono in its entirety first, and then again in the stereo. <laughs> And again in stereo. <laughs> Track three is the summer of his years, and overall, the mix doesn't stray too much, but the mono comes across a little more upfront, while the stereo comes across a little dreamier. The mono also has a bit more of a dynamic shift from beginning to end, though of course this is hard to demonstrate without listening to the entire track. So let's start with the mono and open up into the stereo just to give you an overall feel of the difference. He would
into stereo. When there was no Track four is Indian Gin and Whiskey Dry. Here, the backing track is a drier affair in mono, most notably during the intro. Let's hear that intro, first in mono and again in stereo. And again in stereo. Once we get to the main body of the track though, overall the mixes do feel pretty close, with the main difference seemingly being due to separation. We'll start with the stereo this time and move into the mono. Into mono. Down to Earth comes up next, and here the lead vocal has the usual echo differences between the two, with the more slapback and upfront sound in mono and more wet and distant in stereo. With this in mind, overall the mix gets airier and dreamier in stereo, but the mono is a bit more gritty and upfront, which maybe is a bit more enjoyable for this track. Let's start with the mono and move into the stereo, keeping all this in mind. Into stereo. Could you believe that what you read one thousand pages couldn't tell you why? Down to earth, my merry men, there's some help needed here and you're there. You can see. And at the end, we get a longer decay in mono. Naturally, we'll start with the stereo. Mono. Coming at the end of side one is non-family member Vince's track, Such a Shame. And this is an interesting one. 
Here the mixes feel essentially identical and the mono speed matches the stereo as well. Very potentially this could be a fold, though the nature of the decay at the end does differ ever so slightly, though this could just be due to the treatment of the master itself. Just for posterity, we'll start with the mono and move into the stereo. Opening up side two is the title track, Idea, and we get lots of differences here. The very beginning of the track has extra whistling, clapping in mono, and this is missing in stereo. Let's hear this, first in mono, and then again in stereo. And again in stereo. Once the piano then comes in, this is far drier in mono by comparison, likely due to the processing used in stereo. We'll start with the stereo and dry it up into mono. Into mono. During the chorus, the harmonies are definitely mixed louder in stereo, while in mono the lead vocal definitely sits a bit more up front. Let's hear that first in mono and then move into the stereo. Again in stereo. At the end of the chorus, there's a drum fill, and this is mixed very upfront and dry in the mono mix, while it's very distant in stereo. Let's hear that first in stereo, and then again in mono. And again in mono. Now during the solo, the piano dominates far more in the stereo mix, with the mono burying this by comparison and the R backing vocals feeling a little more raw, but also more empty. However, the mono boosts the last night I got an idea vocals way out in front, while stereo buries these. Let's hear this whole solo section now, first in mono and then again in stereo. again in stereo. we get a very different feel. 
The mono apparently has a completely different lead vocal overdub, which is way out in front by comparison. The fade also starts earlier in stereo. The only way to hear this is to play both in full. So let's do that, starting on the stereo and then again in what I believe is the correct mono. <laughs> And again, in mono. Up next is the fantastic When the Swallows Fly, and here the lead vocal comes across as wetter in stereo while it's more up front in mono. Naturally, we'll start with the mono and then open up. Into stereo. And at the end, we do get a longer fade in stereo. Let's naturally start with the mono. Stereo. Following on from this, we have I Have Decided to Join the Air Force, a track written specifically for their Royal Albert Hall performance, where they performed with the musicians of the Royal Air Force. Now here the stereo is generally again a wetter mix, and much slower than the mono too, even more so than we've already established previously. Overall though, the strings are much more defined in stereo, especially in the first bridge at the start. Let's hear the overall track now, starting with the mono and moving into the stereo. Don't ask me why, it's my mind and it's right. Don't ask me why, it's my mind. Into stereo. It's better, it's better than being alone, alone on the ground. Now I've found Following on, we have the US only single, I Started the Joke, and there's a difference right at the beginning, where the mono starts with an extra guitar note, which is absent from the stereo. Let's hear that first in mono, and then again in stereo. And again in stereo. 
Once again, we get the usual wetter stereo with the mono having the slapback vocal echo, but the main difference comes across in the way the drums are mixed. The stereo has the drums playing at full volume right from the off, while the mono only has them in room ambience until 38 seconds into the track. The only way to hear this is to play both in full, so let's do that, starting on the stereo and then again in what I believe is the correct mono. started a joke which started the whole world crying but I didn't see that the joke was on me oh no I started to cry and again in mono started a joke which started the whole world crying but I didn't see that the joke was on me oh no I started to cry once there's a shift in the track at 1 minute and 2 seconds, the vocals sit far higher in mono and the drums come down somewhat in the mix. They're definitely still present, but the stereo just decides to mix them a bit higher. This continues on for the rest of the track, of course. We'll start with the stereo and move into the mono. To mono. And I fell out of bed, hurting my head from things that I said. Second to last is the beautiful Kilburn Towers. In the intro, there's an ambient click which is heard in stereo, but this has been muted naturally in mono. Let's hear this first in stereo and again in mono. And again in mono. The vocals here are actually slightly wetter and dreamier in mono, while the strings overall remain the same. Let's start with the stereo and drive into the mono. I am a bird, watch me go drifting by. With my feathers of power, I laugh as the hours go slowly by into mono that could mean everything i am a stream watching the people walk as i listen their conversations glisten as they start to talk and at the end we get a slightly longer fade in stereo let's naturally start with the mono Stereo. And closing out the album is the beautiful Swan Song. Now here, the stereo has the usual reverb effects on the vocal by comparison with the mono, so let's compare that a little bit, shall we? Starting with the mono and moving to the stereo. This 
one song Whatever I do now I do it well Into stereo This is my swan song I fell in love with you I love you well And if the now, the vocals are mixed wetter and more into the mix during the solo section in mono, while in stereo they sit out front in a slightly uncomfortable fashion. Let's start with the mono and move into the stereo. Into stereo. Finally, the last piano note is mixed down in mono, and then the final string burst is faded sooner in mono. Let's hear that whole thing first in mono and then again in stereo. I love you well. And again in stereo. I love you well. And with that, we complete another look at a fantastic album here on Mixology. Now, I thoroughly enjoyed going through this album. I'd only heard the mono LP before, and the stereo was a bit of a revelation by comparison. Certainly the mono is a tighter mix and the stereo has a few sloppy moments, but it's also far more open and airy, and maybe the slower speed is better, but also not, depending on the track. Overall, there's no clear winner, though I'm happy to just to stick with my mono LP for now. Outside of that though, as I said earlier, if you want to support the show and get loads of extra bonus content as well, you can head over to patreon.com forward slash back to mono, where we've got three wonderful tiers for you to sink your teeth into. And I think listeners of Mixology will be most interested in the second tier, where as I said we have Mixology on 45, with an extra episode of the show following up every episode of Mixology on the following Sunday, taking a look at non-album tracks, usually an A and a B side, sometimes an A side, sometimes just a B side, and sometimes an EP as well. So lots to enjoy there. And there's over 25 episodes of that to sink your teeth into. So lots to enjoy. And as I said, this week, we'll be taking a look at I Gotta Get A Message To You by, of course, the Bee Gees. Besides that though, if you want to get in contact with me, you can do so at two great places. Back to Mono Radio at gmail.com is the email address you may desire. Or if you want to hit me up on social media, you can do so at Hypnotic Fred over on Instagram. Of course, if you prefer to use Facebook, we have a group over there as well. And there's a link to all of those down in the show notes. Beyond that, though, I obviously want to say a huge, huge thank you to you for listening to the show, especially to my patrons, of course. And remember, whoever you are and wherever you are, have a great day. Great day.